0: Welcome to Denny Tornitore Eats the World, my way. If you're a foodie, this is the show for you.
1: What's up, Denny Tornitore Eats the World listeners from all around the world? Next time you come to Orlando, you're going to have to stop and see what this show is all about. Tornitore's restaurant Italian market at 3818 Edgewater Drive, Orlando. We have one of the top chefs in Orlando. We are made from scratch food, some of the best around. Give us a call 407-292-2248 to make your reservations. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, give Denny a call at 407-937-8583. We'll get you on here. Welcome back, my friends. Fellow foodies, here we go. This is episode 24. Feeling great. I've been super busy at the restaurant, and I've been working my butt off. Um, The good thing is... I have took the training wheels off a while back, and I'm really uh, – I got my kitchen on lockdown now. I can handle whatever comes at me. I keep it nice and prepped, and, uh, you know, I've been being able to be very creative. So I've been making these great specials. People have been going nuts for them, and it makes me proud to see the people really enjoying it. I'll tell you right now, I make the best chicken cacciatore you ever had. So whenever I make that, people go nuts for it. But I've also uh, – probably the most popular things I've been doing is my stuffed squash blossoms – and um, my uh, artichokes. I love artichokes, as you guys all know if you hear this show, but uh, we do a nice grilled artichoke appetizer people are going crazy for it. And then my stuff squash blossoms. What's really cool is the the last two batches I got, I get them delivered twice a week. You gotta have these things nice and fresh. Or It's not gonna work. But 99% of the time when you order squash blossoms, you're gonna get the male ones, which is what exactly what you would think. It's the stem, it's the yellow flower. But once in a while, which happened the last two times, you get the female ones. Instead of a stem, they have a little baby zucchini on the end. And it just, it's just so much, a little bonus, you know, for that dish. And, you know, we stuff them with uh, like a lemon regatta with some do, like a tempura batter with some hot honey on it after you fry it. Two, die, four. Can't be eating too much of that stuff, though, because I've been working out like an animal, running working out. I got this little military workout that the Marines do and it's uh let's see 50 20 exercises and you got to do it in about 15 minutes. And man, it's a lot of calisthenics and it's working. I mean, I am dropping weight, I'm getting my stamina up, I'm ready to go. So, I've been feeling good and I've been uh you know, I got over this bull crap I was going through. I'm moving on with life. Uh, Things are good. I kind of live my life by like a set of rules, okay? And this is going to sound corny, but I'm going to motivate you right now because if you follow these seven rules, it took me time. It took me so much time to be able to do it. But people are saying, man, you look happy. You look great. What's going on? This is why. Because I'm not screwing around. Number one, just let shit go, okay? Okay you 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 can't ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday okay let go of what people did what what hurt your feelings what you wish people would have did uh, who screwed you over because you can't change yesterday okay so let it go because it's only they're still winning if they're in your head okay that was a hard one for me because I'm Italian I'm a hard head i remember you know i say i forgive but i don't forget like sometimes you got to forget Number 2, the rule of life that I I'm going I've been going by is ignore them, okay? Just ignore them. Don't listen to other people. Live a life that's empowering to you, okay? If you run your life on what other people think, you're just their puppet. It's your life. You only live once. You have to enjoy it, okay? And then the third one I like to do of the seven is give it time. You have to, time heals everything, okay? You can get hurt. You can get your heart ripped out. You can get something awful. Someone could really screw you over and piss you off. But as time goes on, it, it gets easier and easier and easier. So you have to be patient, which I'm not. So I, re- I read these rules to myself daily just to remind myself because if you don't, if you don't, if you just react immediately when you're mad, you will regret that reaction. I promise you. Number four is don't compare. Okay. The only person you should try to beat is the person you see you, that you were yesterday, you know, just beat yourself. Not everyone is in the same situation. Okay. Some people were given a little easier path. Some people work harder than you, whatever the case may be, who cares what they're doing? Be, make yourself better. Number five is <laughs> probably one of the hardest ones for me. It's stay calm. It, it, it's okay. Not to have everything figured out. Okay. Know that in time you'll get there, okay? Like, just stay calm. Like, I get, like, I get these reactions, you know what I mean? I'm, people say, oh, you're yelling. No, I'm just Italian, I always say. But you got, and it's been a thing, man. I have gotten in so many little unnecessary beefs over my reaction. You know, you that's one thing you can't control what other people do. Some people are scumbags, whatever. But you can't control your reaction. So I've really been trying to do that one. And number six, I always say, it's on you, Okay. Only you're in charge of your happiness, okay? You cannot, if if you're not happy, it's your fault, you know? I was all but hurt um, after my breakup, and I said, no, man, you know, she screwed me over. She broke my heart. Well, guess what? She's gone. You got to live the rest of your life. It's on you. Make yourself happy then. If you know you're not happy, make yourself happy. Do what you got to do. Get a hobby. Do something that you enjoy. And that's honestly what I've been doing. I've been doing what I like, doing it my way. And the last one is, you know, this is the easiest one, honestly. Smile. Smile. Life is too short. Enjoy it while you have it. Enjoy your life. Live happy. Smiles are contagious. And that's my seven rules to life right there, honestly. And it's been working great for me. Mix it up however you want. But, uh, you know, if you live by that, I feel like the world would be a better place. So, please, people, do it. So let's do a restaurant review. We're going to go back out to New Samarna Beach because I was out there for a couple of weeks and I had this content. I found a couple of really good restaurants. I was going on some dates while I was out there, and um, I took a date to an Asian Fusion restaurant. It's called AA. Garden Fusion. It's at 206 Flagler Avenue. Now, I love this area, okay? And they just that past hurricane last year, just flooded this whole area. These restaurants were all underwater. Um, I don't know how bad this place was affected by it, but I know that area. I couldn't When I saw pictures, I couldn't believe how much water came up. But the place is super cute. Um, great place to take a date, which I, which I did. And um, we started out with some beers and uh, some summer rolls. And uh, I have to say they were some of the best summer rolls I've ever had. Now, you can go to some places, a lot of Thai places and stuff. Oh, let me get the summer rolls. And you'll know. If they were, I mean, I'll know. I don't know about you guys, but I know if they're pre-made and they've been sitting in the fridge, you know, a real good fresh summer roll is something you're going to want to eat in the summer because it's so light and fresh. But if it's rolled right then to order and the shrimp is fresh cooked and, and the peanut sauce is a little warm and it's made to get the right textures and stuff, you can't beat it if it's done right. And I got to say, AA Garden Fusion does it right. They were some of the best summer rolls I've ever had, and that's a strong statement. We also got some edamame. They're fun to eat while you're bullshitting. You're getting to know someone at a bar. We were sitting at the bar. And uh, I like what they did with the edamame because it wasn't just salt and lemon. They had a little some. I can't put my finger on what the exact flavor was, but it was really good. And I, and I really enjoyed how they did it there. And it was the perfect temperature, too. I hate when they're too hot or too cold. Um, and it's funny because the summer rolls were so good when it was time to order our entrees. My date said... I'm going to get another order of those summer rolls and just have it for dinner. You know, they're big, you know? So I said, go for it. If you love them so much, I went with a, uh, some bao bun sandwiches, some, uh, a pork one. And I got to say the pork was made. Excellent. Right amount of crisp, right amount of tenderness, super great flavor. And the buns were great. Now when you get it all together, you know, you got the little carrot slaw and everything gives you a nice crunch texture. When a bao bun sandwich, is, see, they got kind of a bad name because they get, they got so popular that a lot of places do the bao's wrong. And now what happened here, there was three buns on the plate, the pile of pork, the pile of slaw. So I make the first one, you know, and they give me like a plum sauce. The owner was right there. He's very friendly. He said, oh, you got to put this plum sauce. You gotta, we got this hot one, too. I try it. And I was, you know, a little cautious because, like I said, a lot of places advertise, oh, we got a nice pop sandwich and the buns suck. This one was excellent. So I said, okay, great. This is good, you know. But what messed me up was the second one I eat it. It's perfect. The third bun, for some reason, was so hard. It was pretty much inedible. Which, you know, crap happens. Two out of three were good. But the problem was I'm like a weirdo when I eat, you know. I Plan my next bite and my last bite I want to be the best so I was saving the best pieces of pork and the best so in my sick twisted food perversion mind I was like oh then this third one I'm gonna put the best pieces of pork I'm gonna put the slaw I'm gonna put a little bit of that sauce and I'm gonna end this bow fiasco like happy well the bun was like so hard it was inedible and I was like damn so I didn't eat that one I just took a fork ate the pork excellent Excellent. And by me saying one Bob one was not good does not mean I'm saying do not go there. I'm saying go there. It was fantastic. If anything, if I want to nitpick, I would say they need to be a little more professional. It was my first time there and I was on a date. We're going to the bar to sit and, you know, get to know each other, have cocktail and stuff, whatever. Well, sitting next to me was an off-duty waitress. Okay. She was very friendly. She was drinking and she was eating and hanging out. And... There's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes staff should not be drinking at the restaurant, and when I say that is if they're having an after-dinner shift drink, that's one thing, but turns out she was sitting literally right next to me. The owner's coming up, talking to her. Someone else's work starts coming up, talking to her, and she's pretty much on my date <laughs> with me, and the owner was kind of, you know, sitting, standing on the other side of the bar, talking to the girl, talking to the girl, and they were, it's not a big place, you know? So, um, I, like at Tornitores, I don't, if my staff wants to have a drink after work, that's fine. You're going to do it outside at a table away from everyone when you're clocked out. But literally, that's me nitpicking. The food was great. I'll definitely be going back. AA Garden Fusion. Highly recommend. You guys should go check it out. And the owner was super nice. Uh, his wife was working in the back. He was running the front. Really enjoyed it. If you're a restaurant owner in Florida, you need to listen to this. Tartufo Prestige is an amazing company that you need to be dealing with. Any Michelin star restaurants in Florida already use these guys. They're an Italian based company, but they offer luxury truffles and mushrooms from around the world. Tornetores uses these guys and could not be happier. Come to Tornetores. Check out that mushroom parpadelle that everyone buys or the truffle pasta. These dishes would not be possible without my friend Kevin over at Tartufo Prestige. If you want the best truffles, the best mushrooms, and the best service, give my man a call at 321-442-3040. Tell him Denny Tornator eats the world my way, sent you. Well, moving right along, we school's back, and a quick story. So everybody knows in Orlando, and this is new to the people around the world, but across the street from Tornators is Bishop Moore Catholic High School. They've been there a lot longer than Tornas has been there 15 years. They've been there a lot longer. We've been friendly neighbors. And what happened was last year, we had this little falling out where there's a huge line of parents every day that try to pick their kids up like every school, you know, you get in the car line, you wait in line, you drive through. Well, what happens is people don't want to wait in the car line. So they literally take up my whole parking lot, the whole neighborhood around and they tell their kids, I just walk across the street and find us, you know, which I get it. If you're in a hurry, what, you know, things happen. But this is every day, and what it does is it essentially shuts down my whole plaza. And, 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 you know, my neighbors, it's not fair. They can't do any business for a couple hours when this is going on. So last year, I was pulling back into work at that time, and I couldn't even park. And, and there's just parents everywhere. There's a traffic jam in the parking lot. I've gone to the school countless times to ask for help. They basically took a stance that if it's off property, we there's nothing we can do. So I've hired cops. I've hired tow trucks. You name it, I've done it. Okay, so don't write in a bunch of suggestions and tell me because I literally have done everything to try to make this stop. Now, that day I could not find a parking spot. I'm starting to fume. This is last. This is the end of last year. I uh, go ahead and find a spot finally. And as I get out of my car, this one one of my neighbors, who's the sweetest lady. She can't get out of her driveway because one of these parents is driving, blocking the driveway. And she's standing in her own driveway arguing with the lady saying, could you please just move your car so I can go to work? This lady, ah, you should have thought about it before you bought a house across the street from a school. I'm not moving. So I said, you know what? Enough's enough. And I grabbed one of my servers. I grabbed this metal spoon. I made this video. I was trying to embarrass them a little bit so that we could get some results maybe. And boy, oh boy, did it work. The video went viral. I I was going up to the cars, you know, asking them why they were better than the other parents, why they don't have to go to the line. And I wasn't doing it for, like, attention, like, oh, but it ended up, the news, it's on the news, people are talking about it. It goes viral, this video. Hundreds of thousands of views. Now, it worked. Then two days later, the cops are there taking it, people. The school's doing something about it. So I was like, great. So then this summer goes by and I knew, I expected last week when school started, I said, all right, listen, I took my staff and I said, listen, I'm not paying for off-duty, off-duty police officers are very expensive, by the way. So I said, I'm not going to pay for off-duty cops. I'm not going to make a big thing of it this year. Let's just handle it ourselves. I think we made a precedent last year with that video. But what's going to happen is there's going to be a whole new class of freshmen and their parents are going to say, oh, I got this great idea. Because they don't know what happened last year. They're new. Parents are going to say, i hey, this is a great idea. I don't want to wait in that line. Come over to Tornitours or in this parking lot, and just I'll wait for you. So I, so I said to my staff, I said, hey, the first few weeks of school, let's just go out there every day and knock on the windows. Excuse me, you can't park here. Please go across the street. So day one, I did it myself, me and mom on my servers, Victoria. And 90% of the people understood, and 90% of them were freshman parents. I said, oh, my God, it's my first time coming here. I'm sorry. I said, no worries. Matter of fact, you can stay here and wait for your kid, but tomorrow don't come in this parking lot, please. Yeah, the other 10%, ah, they give you the attitude. They're, they're better than you. You know, they, they are entitled. They don't care. They're not waiting in the line, no matter what. They're gonna argue. You can park here. They're, they're just loading. I so, said, man, just get out of here. <laughs> so the second day is where the problem came, though. One of my employees, a uh, great friend of mine, his name's Carl. He's young, he's 20, maybe. Now, Carl. I've known him since he was a kid. I watched him go to Bishop Moore. I watched, he would come over to the school. Every, Carl has a stutter. You know, he's smart, smart, intelligent guy, but he's got a really bad stutter, right? And he has trouble getting spitting it out sometimes, you know? And people were kind of dicks to him. And I will not tolerate that. So the second day I had a meeting and I said, Carl, I need you to go door, window to window. Tell people not to park here. And they're, and they're giving him all this attitude. They're busting his balls. So I get back. I can tell he's upset. He tells me what happens. And I said, you know what? Let's make a video. We're not embarrassing nobody. Let's just make a video saying, hey, Bishop Moore, handle this. Or we're coming back with a spoon next week. So we make a video. Me and Carl standing in the market. We kind of explained, you know, in a nice way. We really are just trying to do business here. This guy's got a hard enough time in life. We don't need people giving him attitude, being rude, you know, like get it together. And I got to say, Bishop Moore stepped right up. The next day, they put a post on their social media um, talking about don't park in the parking lot, be respectful, this and that. So kudos to them. Um, it's just they can't control these entitled parents. They can't make them do it. You know, they can only offer and they can only say what to do. So we're going to see next week. There might be another video coming with a spoon. I'm going to give these guys a week to get their shit together. And then uh, if it's still a disaster every day, I'm going back out. We're going to embarrass some people and cause some attention to it. And hopefully we get the same result. Now, back to New Smyrna Beach, Florida. We are going to go to 557 East 3rd Avenue. What is that, you ask? It's a freaking bakery that's been there since 1976, older than I am. Mondelez is a French bakery. My God, is it good. Now, there's they have some Italian pastries in there, too. And they've got some American desserts as well. But for the most part, it's a French place. And small, cute. On the counter, I love. They have these two big chocolate swans. that One's white chocolate and one's milk chocolate. Now, if you touch these things, they're probably going to break. They're very delicate looking, but really cool. They had them right. I'll, you, I'll post a picture of it. But they've got... About five, six beautiful display cases, a small store, very friendly staff working there, knowledgeable. They make everything there. This is not Dunkin' Donuts. You're not going to see a truck dropping the stuff off, and they're just putting in the display cases. Man, I, th- I got a variety. I go in there, and I got a sweet tooth, and I said, oh, French macaroons. What are all these flavors? They tell me all the flavors. You know what? Give me one of each because I have to try them all. Beautiful eclair. They have eclairs with whipped cream. They have eclairs with the custard. And uh, the pate that they used for the eclairs was done perfectly. I like it. You got to have crunch. You got to have strength to hold up the cream and stuff. But you also want it to be nice and light so you can eat it without, you know, it's got to be that texture. And they nailed it. I also got like, it's almost like an espresso Swiss roll. It looks like a big piece of Swiss roll, but with espresso and chips in it. Oh, man, it was so good. And uh, what else did I get there? I am a chocolate peanut butter whore, if you didn't know. That is my favorite dessert of all desserts. Any kind of chocolate peanut butter whatever, that's what I'm going for usually. And they had this peanut butter chocolate crunch bar that is to die for. I want I want it. I'm looking at the picture right now. I want to eat it. Oh my god. But if you're staying at the beach, you know, usually you're on vacation and that's a cheat time, you know? So cheat. Go to Mondelez. Tell those nice girls to work there. Denny Tornator eat the World, My Way sent you. And enjoy because they have such a man. They had these beautiful Napoleons. Oh, my God. And on top of that, it's not just pastries. They got beautiful breads. They had some beautiful breads sitting there. So I would highly recommend going there. That's a must stop if you're in New Samarna. And there's a reason it's been here since 1976, okay? Place is fire. So what else? You know what? Let's, let's do another review. I found this cute little place in Oviedo, and I was in a mood. I wasn't feeling good. I was in the mood for ramen. Okay, there's a lot of ramen places popping up. Okay, ramen Takagi, ramen Takagi three six three five Aloma Avenue in Oviedo. Gotta say, excellent. Ah, uh, very cute place. It's, it's kind of what you want in a ramen place. You want to get in. You want to freaking sit. I like to sit at the bar and just kind of do my thing. Now, I was the date I was with, she, she ordered. I'm going to butcher the name of this because we got some appetizers. I think it's called Umbashi. It's a Japanese pickled plum thing that it comes in like a little bag. You unwrap it. And I personally can't stand it. She loved it. I don't know about Japanese pickled plums, but I just don't like that flavor. But uh, she really liked that. I got it as an appetizer, just some uh, standard gyoza. And it's a pork and vegetable one. And I got to tell you, they knocked that one out of the park. I love... I'm a texture guy, okay? So when you make the gyoza and it's got crispy fried pieces on it, she get that nice crunch, but it's not too hard or chewy. And the pork, you can actually realize you're eating pork, not just some minced up something. The gyoza here was phenomenal. Definitely going to go back for that. And then her and I both got a different ramen. Now, hers, she got the... Um, she got a miso one. It's called, uh, let's see the menu here. I think it's just called spicy miso, uh, ramen. Now it was super hot, like super hot, spicy. You know, it was hot temperature wise as well, which you want in ramen, obviously, but this thing was fire burning. Like, and I like the heat, man, but this one was really hot. So she didn't really enjoy that one that much, but my God, did I love mine? um, I've got the uh, it's the black garlic tonkatsu, and man, oh man! I, obviously, it's going to have the egg in it that all the ramen does, but they really did. theirs great, and the pork was great, you know, and the broth. Every th- every component of this dish. Now, this is a good size serving, okay? And I freaking ate it all. It was so, I was drinking. The broth was so good. I gotta say, I highly recommend. I can't wait to go back. You know, there's a lot of places around here doing ramen now. Um, Obviously, I love Domu. I love this one, that one. But this one really, as far as the actual ramen goes, there's one ranked right up there. I really, really uh, I, I really enjoyed it. So definitely going back, ramen Takatsu. Oh, Takatsu, that's what I freaking ate. Takaji. And you want to go check it out over there on Aloma in Oviedo so what else is going on i got this cool cool idea and you know what i'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about it so when you see it come into frat- like if you speak it you can put it in the air and then you got to do it you know what i mean and you'll get such satisfaction out of watching these things come to life this is how charcuterie class was born just talking about an idea boom let's do it and next thing you know it's legendary Comedy show, same thing. You know what? I should do a comedy show. Boom. Comedy shows. I got some big ones coming up. I can't wait. Now, this is going to be a dinner event that I've never done before. And the vision is, it's like a dinner show, basically. Now, years ago, I went to a uh, to a dinner show, and I didn't know what to expect, and I was blown away at this dinner show. This one was like, I forget what it was called. Maybe it's like Jim and... Uh, jill and danny's wedding or something like that it was two people's names in their wedding so basically you buy the ticket you go in and it's set up like a wedding reception and you're eating there's a buffet there's some people playing music there's people dancing there's a bride there's a groom there's a wedding party but you don't really know these people and i was like okay this is cool whatever it's kind of odd and then all of a sudden this lady comes running in and she's screaming how the husband it was her boyfriend, and he's, he lives a double life. And it got so intense and so crazy the way it went with the story. And you didn't know who in the audience was part of the show because every once in a while, somebody else in the a guest would join in. And you're like, is this guy tripping? or Is he part of the show? What's happening? It was really fun. So I want to do something similar. Obviously, it's not going to be a wedding. But if I can time this out around Halloween, I'm going to do a Halloween-themed dinner at Tornatours. For a small group, probably 40 people max, because I want to be very interactive. Now, I want to scare the shit out of these people, okay? I want my I guests. I, the people I plant and the other actors I'm going to work with on this, they cannot break character. I am going to make it to where all of my guests are actually wondering, is this real or is this part of the show? What is happening? So I'm writing a script right now. I've got a couple of friends already that said they would do it that I do trust that they'll be able to keep character and, and, and surprise these people. But uh, a couple of months from now, when you hear me talk about doing this show, I'll, I'll post pictures and whatnot, but I want to really, you know, and you're making a dinner for someone. There's a couple of sensory things. You're already hitting on smell and taste. Okay. I want to hit on adrenaline. I want to scare these people into like, you know, really enjoying their food. You start elevating all the other senses. It helps with everything. So I've got some ideas of how it's going to go, but it has to be entertaining from start to finish. So I'm writing a script right now. It's, it's, uh, you know, I got some good material. I just really need to brainstorm a little more and come up with because I want it to be funny as well. I almost want my guests to think they're coming in for more of a comedy show, but it turns dark quick. And then they don't know if it's part of the show or, or what's happening. So I also got to keep my actors and stuff safe too. I don't want somebody some guests trying to be a hero and punching one of them in the face or stabbing them. So I really got to think this out so I don't get sued, but let's wrap this episode up with a recipe. Cause as like I said, I've been cooking a lot right now. And on my new menu that I put out at Tornetor one of the most popular dishes is our escarole and beans dish. Now I learned to make this escarole and beans itself, working at cafe Positano. Um, I put my twist on it and my God, it's so delicious. Uh, it's healthy for one. So the way we do it, first you have to prep the escarole, okay? You're going to clean it, cut it. You want it to be long, leafy-looking, like like collard greens, like spin, But don't chop them all up. I like to have leaves in there. Now, you're going to boil it for about 10 minutes. Take it from the water into an ice bath. Let it get nice and cold. And then you really want to squeeze that water out of it. I put it in little balls on the table, about balls of escarole proportion. You're going to need white cannellini beans. Now, what you do, you get your pan... Go in some olive oil, get it nice and hot, put some garlic. And then I add Calabrian hot peppers and pancetta. Let all that cook a little bit, crisp it. Then you're going to add your escarole and beans. Saute it. I like to get that escarole really cooking, get it a little crisp, you know. Um, Salt, pepper, and lemon juice. And uh, we take it from there. We put it on a plate, shave some pecorino romano on top. Bada boom, bada bang, you got a killer meal. And... um, that's about it. So, like usual, Leah Tornator is sitting here listening to me. What did you think of this episode, Leah?
0: It was good.
1: How is school today? Good. We're having a little daddy-daughter night just me and you. No Izzy tonight. No mm. no guest. What do you want to do after this?
0: Uh you know. What I Say it. So what you want to do? Motorcycle ride.
1: You want to go on a motorcycle ride? Well, the weather is beautiful, maybe we will. Yeah. Wait! We'll wait! Wait till it cools off. When the sun starts to go down, we'll go on a nice country yeah. road, country road ride, right? Because it's hundred degrees out right now. Oh, wait. Um, we'll go for a ride. Tonight, I, wait, I, I have
0: an idea. What is for, it? For for like in the in a, for a future episode. Not many people know this, but I'm actually great at singing. So maybe I'll sing on the show.
1: I would love that. Um, I heard you singing in the shower just last night.
0: Oh yeah, you did.
1: So. You before we go, I want to ask you a question. You were watching some really weird stuff on YouTube, and what did you call them? Videos of people just eating, and you're staring at them.
0: <laughs> it's ASMR. AS what? ASMR.
1: ASMR. Do you know what that stands for? I don't.
0: <laughs>
1: but what is the ASMR?
0: So basically, it's just like a bunch of like sounds, and they're so
1: you they're really satisfied. So- yeah, you get satisfied by. Watching people eat and chew their food and stuff.
0: Yeah. That is so weird. (laughs) Or people just cutting soap. Yeah, I watch watch people cut
1: soap for hours.
0: Why? It's weird,
1: okay? But, all right, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great night. You got anything else you want to say, Leah?
0: And if you want me to sing on an episode.
1: Write us in. Let us know if you want her to sing or not. She might be good. She might be bad. We will see. (laughs) See you next time, guys.
0: Bye. If you liked what you heard today, please like, comment, and subscribe for more. And go follow our Facebook page where you can see all the photos from our episodes.